Welcome to You Should Get a License, the number one source for anyone looking to learn about or join the most underrated opportunity in business today, a career in the insurance industry. Get educated, motivated, and inspired for your journey as you learn both how and why you should get a license. Welcome back. Welcome back once again to the You Should Get a License podcast edition. Uh, Giving you the most, you know, inspiration, education, information on the most underrated career path and opportunity in business today. That is a career in the insurance industry in financial services. Today, very excited about the guest that we have. She's a a friend of a friend, you know, of the uh, podcast. Uh, Sheree Blake, if you guys heard that uh, conversation, you know, some time ago. But uh, when, I, when I heard about, you know, what she was doing in her business, how she had established a niche and had really kind of built her way, you know, from customer service rep to agent to broker uh, into having her own successful firm and uh, even, you know, getting her, her children involved in the business. I just thought it was a phenomenal story and wanted to make sure that, you know, we had on the platform to share uh, uh, because, it, because once again, you know, this is a business with endless opportunities. So I want to welcome to You Should Get a License. Ms. Christina Marie of CM Insurance Services. Christina. Hello, 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 hello. How are you guys? <laughs> welcome, welcome. Hey, look, you know, so um, as we get ready to, you know, jump into the conversation, you know, this platform, you know, is really one where we share information for those who are considering getting into this business. Uh, maybe those who, who have been in this business, but, you know, they've only seen one aspect and they're wondering, you know, what other opportunities, what other avenues are, are, are out there. And I like to, to share that. And I know that you, you focus in an area that we've never had anybody on the platform talk about, you know, you know, we, we've talked about property and casualty, but really kind of kind of honing in on, on a very specific market segment, I think is important. So maybe if you could just take a minute and just kind of share, you know, what area of the business you actually work in and what you do on a, on a day-to-day basis. So, yes, I actually um, specialize in truckers insurance. I do, um, you know, commercial auto for them, cargo, physical damage, um, workers comp, anything that a trucker would need is what I supply for them insurance wise. Wow. So so that's interesting because, you know, you you could go into a lot of different places. I want to I do want to dig into how you actually got into truckers. Okay. because. Cause I'm, you know, I'm looking at you on the screen. I don't think truckers. No. <laughs> right. Nobody looks at me and is like, trucker insurance, are you sure? Yes. So I worked in an exclusive agency doing PNC. Um, and I had a trucker that came and called in. They were looking for insurance and we only had one option. And I was like, this is the only thing we have. This is the only thing I know. Um, and he was like, okay, well, I had them. They ended up dropping him. And he was out of insurance and I felt horrible. So I was like, I got to do something. I felt like I felt like I needed to help him in some kind of way. I didn't know what to do. So I started looking to see what other insurance companies there were that do truckers insurance. And that's when I realized that there were so many different options that nobody knew about. And I was like, I have got to tap into this and be a resource to the people in my community. Yeah, that's absolutely. how I got into it. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. No, it, it's awesome. So, so I want to, I want to go through your career journey, okay. but before, before we do that, I want to take a step, you know, all the way back in, in, into time, right? I want you to take me back, you know, nine-year-old, 10-year-old Christina Marie, because, you know, when people get into this business, you know, usually it's, you know, through some type of exposure, maybe somebody told them something about it, but usually with, as children, it's not the industry that, that we're thinking about. Right. What were you dreaming of when, when you were nine and 10 years old? T tell me what were you thinking of when you were going to grow up? When I was about be? 10 years old, I thought that I was going to be on somebody's TV screen. You know, I was in School of the Arts. I was trying to, you know, become an actor, become an actress, you know, do something in that. And I never, I don't know, I didn't know what insurance was until my 20s. Um, I didn't even understand what I was doing as I was working in a car dealership. That was my responsibility to, you know, check and verify insurance coverages. And I still didn't know what I was doing. So I never thought that insurance was going to be my thing. I still am like, how did I get into this? Because there's so many different things about insurance that we have to educate ourselves on every single day. Um, but at nine-year-old, 10-year-old Christina Marie, I was just like, just want to live. I want to have a good time. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to pay bills. And now here I am, you know, in my thirties, like, oh my gosh, y'all have insurance. <laughs> like, let me check your coverages. So Absolutely. that's, that's, it's just a different, it's a different world now, you know, um, what actually got me into insurance itself was more so I worked at a car dealership and I was checking and verifying insurances um, for different, you know, clients that came and purchased vehicles at a used car dealership. And I was like, hey, um, I just called to verify if they have common collision deductibles. I had no idea what I was talking about. I didn't know why it was important for them to have it. And then here I am, boom, in an accident. And I'm like, they're like, you have insurance, right? And I'm like, yes, because it's required, but I don't know what that means. All I knew was I pay somebody insurance. If I'm in a car accident, they should take care of it. I thought I was getting a check. I didn't get a check. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get a check. And I said, I have got to understand this. I cannot be living in this world not knowing what this is. And yeah. there's so many people that just get it because it's required and don't try to learn anything about it. And they're sitting there like, well, I don't know why I pay it. It's for instances like this. So that's what I've been doing, just trying to educate why it's important. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, there, there's a couple of things that you mentioned that I want to I want to kind of kind of double back and revisit on and just dig a little deeper. The first is you mentioned the theater background, right? Coming, uh, being in the School of the Arts, you know, um, actually, you know, I went to a, a theater focus, kind of a Center for the Arts focused program in high school as well, right? And one okay. thing I found is that it, it made me it made me more comfortable, you know, interacting with people and, and speaking to people. And I, I'm, you know, obviously I'm, I'm noticing you and, you know, you seem very comfortable. Um, how did that, how did that affect, you know, your communication, like in your business and how you, how you develop? How did that background, you know, play into that? When doing the art part, of life or school. Um, I learned how to read scripts. I learned how to articulate certain things. I know how to put emphasis on certain things, you know. So when 
I go into the insurance world. Now I know how to say, you know, like, hey, this is Christina. Or if I'm wanting for somebody to pay attention to something that was important, certain emphasis on certain words was important for me, I feel. Mm. Being mm. comfortable, you know, like being comfortable with certain things in the insurance world is different as a consumer because you're not comfortable with anything. Right. So you don't want to put emphasis on the fact that, oh, well, you have a policy increase. You don't want to say that. You want to say, you know, hey, let's do a review because I'm looking at your policy and there's certain discounts that can be applied at this renewal. So at this point, they're thinking discounts. Okay, I'm gonna talk to you, you know, for my renewal. They're not realizing that, yeah, your policy is going up. So, you know, different ways to play, you know, play with the little tricks of the trade. Yeah, different. So so it's like that that the sales psychology kind of, right. kind of intertwining, you know, with that ability to just be a good communicator. I think I think it's really, really phenomenal because you know what I see is I see people that have theater backgrounds or entertainment backgrounds where you've had to be on stage, you've had to present to people, you've had to, you know, learn and, and, and memorize, you know, lots of information um, or athletes, you know, where you've had to be very disciplined, very team oriented, you know, I, people who come from these kinds of backgrounds typically end up being very successful uh, right. in, in this industry. Um, why do you, why do you think that is? I think that, we learn when you're in the entertainment world, we learn how to be in front of people. We learn how to entertain. Nobody wants to buy something from someone or a company where when you're speaking to them, it's just blank. It's just blah. They want to feel like, okay, well, I'm putting my money into you. Where is it going? So you want to put on a show in anything that you do. When you go to a car dealership, even they're putting on a show. They're saying the same sales pitch to everybody. So when you have that, you find your groove, you, you have different scripts for different people and you make people feel comfortable. Just like when you watch a movie or a show, you watch them and you feel comfortable. You engage, you get the engagement from the audience, from your client, from your customer. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's, and it's, and it's not anything that's, that's not real. Like it's still a part of you. It right. just, you bring out, you know, certain aspects of your personality that can relate and connect to different kinds, to the different kinds of people that you're going to be. They want to be able to relate to you. That's they right. They want to be able to relate. That's right. No, awesome. Awesome. The, the, the other thing, you know, that you mentioned, in addition to, you know, the, the, the entertainment aspect was uh, really not understanding, right? Like, the terms in the industry, like, it's like, oh, well, you know, I got, you know, they're gonna maybe help me save my deductible, but I don't, okay, but right. what's really a deductible, right? Right. That's very common though, right? Mm -hmm. that, that's very common, you know, in the space amongst, you know, consumers and people who have their policies. You know, I'm sure when you, you talk to your clients, they say, you, you say, hey, what do you have right now? I don't know. Right. <laughs> they have no idea. <laughs> I, I, I just I just pay for it, you know. Right. You know now, you know, be, being on the other side, you know, what, what's your what's your process and 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 really wanting to and really wanting to make sure that that they understand, you know, and and how do you how do you qualify that they understand actually what you're talking about when you're explaining the coverage um, after you've helped them out with something. I just make it in layman's terms. 
I put it in terms that they understand. I explain to them, this is out of pocket. This is what you're going to be paying. The deductible is what you're going to pay. You see what I'm saying? So when I'm talking to certain people, I already know. I give them examples of when it's actually going to be used so that they're prepared for that. I explain how, what the liability is, when it's going to come into effect, if there's an accident if they need to be worried about certain things if they don't need to be worried about certain things I just try to make it so that they can see in their everyday day to day how it's going to apply I also put myself in the situation I explain to them if me and you are in this accident I'm going to pay you know this or you're going to pay this so are you comfortable with this because I know if I was in your situation I'm not going to be comfortable I don't have $2,500, for a deductible if it comes, if out of my pocket in this situation. Right. So that's what I try to do. Try to relate, try to get them to understand this is what I'm going to do. This is what you're going to do. This is what you have to be prepared for. This is what everybody else is preparing for in the back end. Absolutely. It's, it's one of those things where, you know, when you, when you're setting a deductible for yourself, you gotta, you gotta make sure that you realize that what the insurance company is going to pay for is going to be was after that, that. right? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have that first now? <laughs> right, right, right. That, that, that's coming from you now. Yeah, so right. Keep, keep right. that in mind. Keep that in mind. All right, you you kind of uh, alluded to it a little bit, um, kind of what you were doing, you know, in, in the car dealership, and that's it's kind of kind of sparked your interest to, to make a move. I want to kind of take the career journey with you, like so, okay. you know, coming from, you know, take to even you know started the, the theater background, kind of kind of coming up. You know how I know life always happens in transitions. Mm. How do we get to the dealership? How do we get to that point? How do we end up, you know, working as 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 a, as a CSR, you know, for a company agent, broker? Like, take me through that journey. It's crazy because um, as I sit back and think about the journey, I'm like, oh wow, like it all makes sense. Like everything makes sense. So starting in theater in middle school, working my way up to high school, having my own play, producing my own play for the high school, and having to direct and you know organize it and 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 being in charge of different people in position, putting people in positions. Um, then after high school, I I got pregnant, got married, and my husband was in the military. So at that point I was sitting still. I was sitting still and I was supporting him. I was raising, you know, my son. Um, and then I was like, I really want to have something of my own. Like I want to do something. I didn't know where to go. Um, and of course life doesn't happen how I wanted to happen. We got divorced. I started working at a car dealership. It was just a mom and pop, you know, buy here, pay here. So I got to see right there within the, within the office, how they do things, how they move, how they pay, how they handle the customers, um, how they do the files. I did um, tile, um, title work and seeing the sales, see how they do it on the back end, um, customer service, um, and then also dealing with the people in the body shop. So now I can see when something's wrong with the car, what they're doing on the back end to get the cars out. Some of the times is not the best. Yeah, yeah. I was like, no, don't do that with me. Okay. So, you know, that was one the thing. Duct tape, and, <laughs> the yeah, like, <laughs> no, don't I don't need any stop a leak. I need some real fixing right. back there. <laughs> so then, you know, with my position, I was supposed to be doing the title work, doing the paperwork, so when I sell the vehicles, um, making sure that the registration was in and then checking insurance. Um 
once I was in my car accident and I seen how they were doing me, I was like, I can't, I cannot do. I need to understand what I didn't have college. I didn't know, you know, like I didn't know where else to go. And I said, what is a free way for me to learn something new? Mm. And so I said, I'm gonna get a job. Now I get paid to learn something new. Wow. Julie, that's <laughs> yeah. hey, hey. Message. All right. Message. Message. I'm going to get paid to learn something new. So then I applied on Craigslist. I applied customer service, taking payments. Then the agency owner was like, Christina, are you interested in getting a license? And I said, well, what does that mean? Like, what do I have to do? They said, you have to take a test and you could take the license. But they said, we're going to pay for it. So here I am learning for free. And now you're going to pay me to be better at what I'm doing to go, you know, to go further in my career. So I said, okay, um, I'll do it. You know, I'll study and I got my PNC license and I created my own script because the people that I were work that I was working with, the clients that, that were coming in, they were, you know, they weren't educated in too much of anything. They just knew that it was something that they needed. They just purchased a vehicle and all of them were coming to me because they could relate to me. They watched me grow up. They watch me with my second child. I got customers now that think that they're part of my kids' families. And they were like, remember when I got my first car? Or remember when, you know, I bought my granddaughter my first, you know, their first car? And just explaining to them what the coverage is, you know, why they need it. Let's do a review. Let's check this. Let's check that. Um, after I hit manager, customer service, producer, manager of the agency, I, I start to hit, you know, the ceiling. So. I went ahead and um, transferred to a different agency, helped them set some things up. And that's when I met my first trucker. And I said, I've got to help them. I was like, I think this is what I need to do next. I think this is what I need to do. And that's what I did. I took the leap of faith. I said I was leaving. I put my two weeks in. I left with nothing. I left with nothing. Nothing. And I took my test for my broker's license. I passed. My old boss, my first insurance boss said, Christina, whatever you need, I'm going to get it. He provided all of my equipment, all of the things I needed um, when I first started. And here I am today. Wow. That is an amazing story. Yes. Oh, amazing. You know, all, all things in divine order, you know. Yes. Yeah. So what was that? What was that like? That that feeling, you know, going from um, working in the position, you know, taking transitioning from, from, you know, just employee agent to broker. What were you feeling in, in, in those, in those times? Anxiety. <laughs> I was feeling anxiety because it's easy to do it when you, you know, when you have backup, when it's not on you, but when yeah. it's on you, the responsibility, like I have got to be responsible for all of these people and, and making sure that they're correct and covered. Um, so it was a lot of anxiety, but it was so fulfilling because I knew that I was going to give them the best service. I knew that I was going to educate them with every product that they're needing. I knew that they were going to come back and they were going to refer their friends. There are so many people that came to me for a quote once I became a broker that didn't even go with me, but they referred me to all their friends and family members and comrades or whatever, because I took the time out to explain what was needed. And I explained it to a point where they could understand it and then tell their friends, 
you might want to get that check because this girl over here is explaining it. You know, like don't pay just yet because she's going to explain what you need and why you need it. Yeah, absolutely. So it was rewarding. What what processes did you use to kind of get through that time? Because this is a, this is a, I'm asking that question because this is a, a business where, you know, when people step into it, in many cases, you know, sometimes they come into a company, but in many cases they get introduced and look, they're stepping into a situation that's hundred percent commission. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's 100%. If it's meant to be, it's up to me. Right. What did you do to kind of get over, over that feeling? I partnered up with my old boss and he said, part-time, if you can just help and just do the commercial side, the broker side, um, then that can be your steady. And, and mm. you can just work on your other side. He was like, you don't have to mix, but because you're already doing commercial, why don't you put your foot into our broker side since they were, you know, they were exclusive agency. They couldn't really do it. They didn't have anybody that was able to understand the different coverages that were needed, that was needed. And I had gone that far, you see. So he brought me back on part-time to do that. So I was still able to get, you know, a steady bit of money, but then also be able to get my commissions. Um, during that time, I met Cherie, who introduced me to you guys, but she was in the same journey as well. And we just, any resources I had, I gave to her. Any resources she had, she gave to me. So just going out there and being like, being vulnerable and saying, hey, I, I need help. Like, mm. who can help me? Because nobody's going to raise their hands unless you put yourself in a position to say, I'm willing to learn. Nobody's going to say, I'm going to teach you something without you being willing and vulnerable enough to be 100% honest to the fact you don't know it all. Yeah. And you need a little bit of help in the beginning. Absolutely. You know, two, two, two things I want to pull out because yeah, whenever out. I'm in a conversation, I like, I like to pull out the jewels. I like to pull yeah, out the gems, yeah. the gems where, where I'm hearing them. Um, you know, the first thing, the power of partnerships. Yes. You know, you didn't say, hey, I'm going to step out and then I'm going to, you know, burn our bridges. Right. Said, hey, look, I'm going, how can I leverage the relationships that I have to support this new business that I'm starting? Mm -hmm. so, so that support being being so, so, so crucial uh, when you're getting started. I'm going to come back to that. The, the other piece is asking for help. Yes. You know, we, we, can, we can be very proud in our, in our business and, yes. and in our lives. Right. Right. And, right. And, and we can't necessarily take for granted that people know what we need unless we say what that is as well. Let me go back to the to the first one, okay? okay. Just the, the 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 power of of just having partnerships, building those alliances. Um, you started with your former your your former boss. You said, "Hey, look, you know this is this is what I'm doing." Was it strange, uncomfortable to have that conversation, or did you have a great relationship and and say, "Okay, well." You know, I know it'll be easy to speak with him. And, and, and if it was very comfortable, how was that relationship kind of cultivated to that point? So I didn't, I didn't initiate the conversation is what I'll say. When okay. I was stepping out of, you know, the exclusive world and saying I wanted to do this, I reached out to them, you know, to him. And then also a manager that I had previously and said, you know, I appreciate you take me on, you teach me what I know, but I'm going to step out of this. I want to do something on my own. Within minutes, he was on my line. And he said, Christina, I understand where you are, 
and I'm going to support you. So whatever I can do to support you, I'm going to do it. And that's what he did. Um, and so did the manager as well. Um, and once I stepped into that, I was like, okay, I'm not having to do this alone. When I started to feel like, who can I turn to for, you know, if I have questions, I started turning to the old agents that I had, you know, talked to before and, you know, rubbed elbows with before. And they were like, oh, you're doing it on your own. They were sending me referrals and asking me questions because when I was in that position within that first agency, I, I wanted to soak up so much knowledge. I didn't, I didn't shut any doors down. Anybody that was willing to teach me, I accepted it. So once I stepped into my own role as a producer, um, as a broker, they were like, oh, hey, Christina, you know, let me help you. Let me show you what we did. Let me show you who you should reach out to for this and the third, because I was always open to new resources and new information. Um, I don't ever burn bridges within within business. I don't ever do it. I may close a door, but with doors, you can always reopen them. I don't ever burn bridges. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I, I just wanted to make sure, you know, I pointed that out because sometimes people do feel like, oh, they got to they gotta go it alone. And yes. uh, you know, none of us is an island. You know, no one, you know, there's a term, you know, self-made, right? And, right. And, 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 and in a sense, you know, all of us are continuing to do what we can to be our best selves and to continue to improve on a day-to-day -day basis. But really, everyone has help, right? Like no right. one is 100% like self-made all the way. There's always, you know, some contributing factors. So um, so thank you for, for yeah. mentioning that um, as, as a piece because it's important, you know, for folks to know. So, so let's, let's talk about, about the niche, the, the trucker's okay. niche and, and focusing on that, because you said you got the call from the trucker. They were looking for some coverage. There was, only, there's one solution, one option. And you said, Hey, look, you know, I need to find a better way. So you, you basically, you, you found what the need was going to be. You said, Hey, I'm going to build a business around it. Why trucker's insurance? Cause it could have been some other avenue as well. Still to this day, that one trucker is still on my books mm. because he said it was one thing that he said. He said, nobody has ever taken the time to help me like this. And when he said nobody has ever taken the time to help me like this, I said, well, this is what it's supposed to be. This is what it's supposed to be. And that's why I did truckers, because I said, I wonder how many other truckers feel like Nobody has ever helped me like this. Nobody has ever told me this. Nobody has ever educated me like this. Truckers are business, they are their own business. And just like a restaurant or a school or a whatever, they they need the insurance. It's a requirement. They cannot get in their truck and move it without it. And so why not? Why not be that resource to them? Why not explain to them? why it is required, um, why they have to have higher limits because to them, they're thinking, well, I'm just, I drive my truck every day. I've been doing it for 30 years. And I'm like, right. yes, but that big old body that you got back there is gonna cause damage, it's gonna be harmful to people. And I just felt called to do it. I felt called like it was the time for me to step into who I was supposed to be. Absolutely. And I haven't looked back. I haven't swayed from it. I mean, there's been plenty of times where I was like, you know, having a moment like, why me? Because like you said, I don't look like the trucker's insurance type of girl. And I'm like, well, why not me? 
yeah, yeah. Not to say that, hey, you know, a trucker has to look a certain kind of way, you know, because no, but you know, when you think about it, (laughs) for some, I don't have any trucking background. I don't have a a parent, a grandparent, anybody in the trucking industry. And for me, I'm like, when they're coming to me and they're saying to me, oh, I got this type of truck, I have no idea. You know, at now I do, but before I didn't know anything about trucks, I didn't know how to keep, you know, how to keep them maintained. I didn't know anything about them. I just knew that I needed to help them. Yeah. I knew that I needed to educate them. I knew I needed to prepare them because at the end of the day, they're a need and so is insurance. So why not? That's right. That's right. It's a, you know, it's, it's, it's really fascinating because, you know, like you said, you know, not having a background in that industry and a lot of time, and, and in many cases, you know, this is a, this is a legacy business, especially in niche right. markets like that. So to, to not have a background either in a trucking company or with an agency that focused on trucking insurance, but then to go out on your own and say, well, you know what, I'm going to focus on truckers insurance. Now, I, <laughs> I just think that's like really cool. You know, I just think it, it, it's phenomenal. And, and you had also mentioned um, just in, in some of the questions that we asked ahead that, you know, you wanted to be a change. You know, you wanted to be yeah. the change, you know, just being a being a black woman, you know, in this business. I mean, just being being it's like you're already a minority being black in the insurance industry, but then being right. a black woman in the insurance industry. How how was that? Um, how was that for you initially? And how has the experience been for you? You know, it's crazy because when I first started in insurance, my agent was a black man Mm. and the manager was a mixed woman. And so I didn't see anything different until I got licensed. And then I was like, well, there's nobody in these, you know, continued education classes that look like me. And I'm like, what is going on? And so I said, you know what? I'm going to buckle down. I'm going to learn it. I'm going to be good at it. I'm going to sell it you know because I felt like why not like I why 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 should I not step into the room proudly with my head held high knowing that just like how I said before I didn't come from this so when when you ask me a question I'm going to be able to answer it because you're not going to think less than when it comes down to me because of who I am and what I look like I'm going to be prepared for it with the answer for you so I just always wanted, since I was in a position when I didn't understand insurance, I said, okay, well, since I didn't understand it, I'm going to learn about it. Yeah. yeah. And then once I got into insurance and then that trucker situation, I said, oh, I'm going to learn about it. <laughs> so each, yeah. each thing is just like, okay, well, I'm going to learn about it. <laughs> All right, nice. Okay, well, well let, me, let, let me actually, let me ask you this, you know, because, because, because what I can tell is that you're, you're ever evolving. Yes. Right. How do you how do you stay motivated? You know now at this point in your business, you know you you you've been you know doing this. You're, you're 11 years licensed, mm-hmm. yes. right? Um, what's keeping you motivated now? And 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 what's what's the goal? What's what's the next step for Christina Marie? I guess what keeps me motivated, of course, is my kids. Um, you know, I have two sons, one who is 15 and one who is six. And when I when I deal with them, you know, when I first started this with my, just my own agency, my own brokerage doing truckers, I remember trying to figure out how I was going to get clients. Um, And my son's riding down the highway, looking at DOT numbers, and we were writing it down. I still, to this day, have a five-subject notebook full of DOT numbers. And that keeps me, 
because I'm like, I remember when nobody was calling my phone. Now I'm working off of referrals of friends of friends and people that never even done a policy with me. That keeps me motivated because I know I'm needed. Yeah. My kids need me to do this. These truckers need me to do this. They need a resource. They need an option, another option. Somebody's going to have their back you know, somebody they can talk to. Some of the times they call me, they're like, why is this happening? They're not even calling me for, you know, a quote. They're like, why is this happening? What can I do? What can I tell them to do? So I'm doing it for them. I'm doing it for, you know, my kids to see like, my mom is really out here killing it. You know, um, you know, we want to do something other than this. When we see truck drivers, my kids are, you know, looking at DOT and I was like, mama, you got insurance on that one? You know, that was, that's what motivates me. Um, and what do I see myself doing? In the, you know, what's my, what's my goal? My goal is to be the high, the highest sought after black woman who insures truckers in the Southeast region. That's what I want to do. I want to be that person. I want them to know who Christina Marie is when it comes down to truckers insurance. Just when they say progressive, I want them to say, oh, oh, Christina, did you talk to Christina? Because she can get you insured. That's what I want. <laughs> Christina Marie, that's the go-to. Yeah. Yes, that's what I want. Absolutely. And I, and I also think it's really cool that, you know, you have your, your sons, like they get to see you kind of right. working in the business. Do you feel like, do, one, do you have a desire, you know, for them to kind of follow in your footsteps and take over the agency? And and two, do you feel like you're seeing any interest, you know, from them, maybe maybe even from the 15-year-old that, you know, this is something that he might want to, you know, step into at some point? So my sons, they they look at me and they're like, that's a lot of work, mom. <laughs> like, that's a lot of work. But I I want them to see what I do and 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 want to step into it but I support them if they don't my oldest son is wanting to be a mechanic um he wants to work on the trucks he wants to get under it you know see what get made get his hands dirty that's where he is my youngest son wants to drive them he wants in his mind he's thinking like oh yeah I'm gonna <laughs> right, right, I can right. drive those big trucks you know so I'm okay with with them if they do not want to actually be in insurance but I know that there are other people that are looking at me that are coming up. They're like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe Christina is doing that. They're wanting to learn it. So even if my kids don't want to do it, I know that I'm inspiring others to get into insurance. Absolutely. And, and you're down, you're in, in South Carolina. Yes. Your office. Okay. Um, but but native native New Yorker. Yes. <laughs> yes. So are, and, and you're covering South the Southeast region primarily. Right. So what what states are you are you licensed in and, and doing business in right now? So I do South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia, Florida. I do Alabama, Arkansas, Missouri, and I do New York. And, and I do New Texas. That's <laughs> what I was going to say, well, are you doing New York too? I do New York just because, you know, just in case somebody wants to get in a big rig, I definitely do New York just to support my family. <laughs> no, awesome. No, it's, it's amazing. So, you know, um, having a license, like going down this path, and it really affecting you as a, as a person, right? Just kind of going through the, through the processes. How do you feel like, and I say getting a license, but I really mean, you know, kind of working inside of this industry. How do you feel like it's, it's affected you or changed you or, or grown you as a person? I think that the type of person that I am, I don't ever want to lack knowledge. And 
I don't ever want to be in a situation where I cannot add to a conversation. And for me being in the insurance industry, there's always going to be somebody that has something to say about life and living or, you know, the cars that they're buying and driving and the objects that they can buy and purchase. So I can now say, well, if it's so important to you, why are you not insuring it properly? With this, I can add to conversations and I just... I wouldn't have done it any other way because I remember when I didn't have anything to say about insurance. I just feel like I feel empowered in this position because now I know and I feel like it's my duty to educate others, even if they're like, oh, how, how's the day that girl is doing insurance over here? I feel like it's my duty to educate and encourage other people to understand the value of life the prop you know the materials that they're buying the houses that they live in the cars that they're driving by insuring if you love it you should insure you should cover you should protect it that's right that's right yeah i mean it, it, it's it's just amazing how necessary you know what we do is right and how little understood what right. we do is um why do you feel that there's a kind of a I don't want to call it a, a, a nonchalant attitude towards, you know, insurance and being covered, but, but maybe it's just a lack of prioritization. Why, why do you, why do you feel that's like a, 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 a thought process, like in our, in our society? I think that if I can be honest, I feel like this, insurance is not sexy. Yeah. So nobody wants to talk about it. They're like, Oh, I got to pay for it. It's not cute. But when you want to get that nice car, the new car, it's cute. You know, you want to take pictures. You want to talk about it. When you want to buy that big house with six bedrooms and the pool in the back, it's cute. But then now they don't see that their insurance is going to be sky high because you got a pool in the back. So, I think, <laughs> right. So I think that just being honest and being candid with conversations like, yeah, I know you're about to buy that house, but check the insurance first because you're going to be paying this but now you might be paying that I think that it's just not a sexy thing um or something that people like to talk about so being who I am I'm like okay the same way that you can talk about these things why can't you talk about this your life you you got to think about your life life insurance is life insurance is needed too you can't walk around here with nothing what happens to you if you pass what happens to you if you're just living and something happens and you need to borrow against it you know things like that you got to make it sexy so I think that the biggest difference between regular conversations and the conversations that I'm having with my truckers or the people that are around me is that we intertwine all of our interests all of our careers into regular conversations yeah, you know, I, I, I agree. I'm surrounded by that. I agree. And, and I think that it's, it's really important, you know, for, you know, agency owners like yourself, you know, to just really like just stay visible, which is right. why I say even thank you earlier, just to stay like stay visible in the marketplace so that, you know, people can see that, you know, there's a, you know, it's not that not to show up, but there's a lifestyle that kind of goes along with, you know, being in this industry. Right. In, in right. addition to the amount of knowledge that you can get to empower yourself and then utilize that to empower the community and the clients that you're serving. So, um, yeah, I, I, I appreciate, you know, you saying that and, uh, and, and just, just acknowledging that it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting thing because, you know, us on this platform, you know, we say you should get a license and we're trying to, 
you know, bring more attention or we're working to bring more attention, you know, to the benefits of, of being in this space, right? To the value, not that not not only that you can bring to the community, but the value of, of just lifestyle enhancement. It can just be in general, because this is a very lucrative industry. Yes, it is. That people <laughs> don't even think about, you know, it's, it's just crazy. So what tell, tell okay, this is this is a flex moment. Okay. Okay. This is a flex moment. Tell me something that, you know, having a license, being in this industry has allowed you to do that you weren't maybe able to do prior. Um, I will say that having a license has allowed me to make a commission that I probably would not be able to make in a regular job, meaning 10 you know, most people are saying, oh, I get a 3% commission. I get 10 to 30% in a commission. So with truckers, you know, with their big rigs, their policies range anywhere from $10,000, depending on how many units they have, all the way to $50,000, $60,000, you know. So you just got to... You can do the math, right? You can do the math. <laughs> <laughs> so one client can bring me, you know, right. what some people make in a whole month. One day can bring me what some people can make in a whole month. So that's a flex for me because I'm like, I mean, <laughs> how many truckers can I insure? <laughs> that's right. And obviously, you know, you got a whole book of business at this yes. point. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, look, I, listen, um, it, it's, listen, this is... I mean, we, we know financial services, insurance, highest paid industry, you know, in, in the country, right. um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's an industry that, you know, for, I think that, you know, for some communities, they, they, they know about the power of, of not only the, the, the products and, and, and having the right insurance. I heard you mention life insurance, having cash value, things of that nature. Some, some communities have known about the power of these things for, for years. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for other communities, frankly, for, for our community, you know, right. we're kind of learning about you know, some of these concepts and kind of hearing it in, in, in sound bites. Where do you feel like the future of this business is going? Where do you feel like the future of this industry is going as it pertains to, um, let's talk about our community, where as it okay. pertains to our people? I think that the more of us that get in this space um, that acquire the knowledge will allow us to educate our own separate communities. And at that point, when the hip hop cultures or the, you know, the whatever cultures that are out there and they're talking about, you know, what's trending and, oh, did you know that this is, they're forcing life insurance policies on, you know, the artists. It's just like, well, how, why, why would they do that? Because it's important, because, because it's important to us. We know these people are key men in the, in the business. Absolutely, you see what I'm right. saying? So for me, I'm like, this is, this is normal to me because I remember starting out and having a, a key man policy on me. So I'm just like, that's normal. That's what they should do. Yeah. Um, so I think that the more of us that realize that it's important for us to be in the room so that we can actually step out of the room and educate the town, the city, the community so that they know what they can expect so that they know what's available to them. And that, and to educate them to understand that it's not only for them, it's for us too. That's right. That's right. Christina, can you break down what key man is for the people who are listening? When you say key yes. man. 
So like a team <laughs> and insurance policy is for an important person within a company. So for me, I know that I wasn't as important in, in the beginning, but once I became a manager, my boss got a policy on me. So if something was to happen to me in the event that I died, he would still get paid he would get paid. Um, there were some little things in there that we talked about, but he was going to get paid for that in the event that I died. Yep. Yeah. Say, saying, hey, look, you know, if something were to go down. To my key person. <laughs> to my key person, right? Right. I need to make sure that I'm prepared for what they would have contributed right. to this business, right? In the, in the future while they were gone. No, I think it's I, I think it's important. Look, I, I asked you this, you know, just kind of touching on it earlier as far as the motivation and then, you know, where, where you evolve into as far as your next steps. But, you know, ultimately, you know, when, it, when it's when it's all said and done, you know, you, mm -hmm. you've accomplished you've accomplished a lot, you know, uh, in your time. And, and I know that, you know, you're not finished. You're continuing to grow and having your name synonymous. But at the point where Christina Marie is the name that is known throughout right. the Southeast region as synonymous with truckers insurance then what you know i want to sit somewhere on the beach <laughs> i'm just joking though i really want to sit i want to sit back um i want to love on my kids i want to experience them i want to support them whatever it is that they're doing um whatever it is i want to be at every single game every single you know, if, if they're having a car show, if they're driving in the truck, I want to be there. Um, I want to also go back to the schools and I want to really sit there with the theater students and explain to them, you don't have to just be an actor. You can be, mm -hmm. you know, a public speaker. You can be anything because this is important. This is important. This is important in life. Learning how to you know, people are going into work now and they're like putting on a happy face. That's a real thing to people. You have to be able to turn it on, turn it off in our community. You can't be certain ways in the corporate world. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like being able to learn and how to be comfortable with switching and, and, and adapting to different environments. I want to go back and teach them this is not just about acting. This is not just about YouTube series. This is about really working and walking in your real, true, authentic self right. and being able to speak up and be able to articulate and be able to, you know, express yourself in a way that people can understand it. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. So not only are we going to have Christina Marie, CM Insurance Services, as <laughs> with Truckers Insurance, but then there's going to be theater school or nonprofit. Sounds like this. Sounds like. You know, yeah, roll it all together. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I, I feel like a book is coming. Yes, yeah. definitely a book. Definitely okay. a book. Heavy on the book. I might can write a book, you know, or I can put a screenplay out there. They because you right, because you've already written the Yes, the I've book. already done it. I already know what it's about. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And 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 the other thing I'll the other thing, you know, if I could just take the liberty to, to add is, you know, for you know, those students and young people who are pursuing careers in entertainment, whether it be theater, music, et cetera, um, you know, this is a viable path to create uh, as, a, as a vehicle, right? To create resources to support that dream. Right, right. You know, so, you know, you can work for Christina while you're working for Christina, maybe you get one of those 10 or 30% commissions and, yes, <laughs> you know, pay for, pay for the production that you're, right. that you're looking to get done. I mean, there's just, 
there's just so many opportunities and, and, and doors, you know, that the space, you know, can open up. Um, as we as we start to wind down here, you know, I want to ask, you know, for, for someone who is looking to get into this industry, maybe they're looking to shoot, maybe they're looking to, to come into property casualty, life and health. Shoot, they might want to do truckers insurance. You know, they, right. they, might, they might not know it existed before, you know, right. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> before listening to this. But um, what kind of advice would you give them if, if they're on the fence, maybe thinking about it um, and, and are giving it some consideration? Intern. Mm. Sometimes you have to do it without getting paid. Yeah. And a lot of people don't like that. But the, when you're willing to do something without getting paid, then you're willing to do anything. You see what I'm saying? Like you're willing to learn it all. You can learn so much information and by the time you are getting paid, you're able to leverage your knowledge to get paid top dollar. So I would say, you know, go to your local agencies or like, the, you know, the exclusive agencies that people, you can do filing, you can do, you know, now we got social media, you can do social media marketing so that you can see different terms and understand that. Um, that's what I would tell them to do. Just step into an agency, sit there for a second, listen. Pass out flyers, do anything, because once you start picking up on the terms and educating yourself on the terms, then when it is time for you to get your license, if that's something that you're wanting to do, you're not fumbling. You're, you're already ready. You've already experienced hearing other people's scripts, hearing other people's talk paths. You've already understand what the terms are, the definitions are. You already know how to market yourself because you've seen somebody else do it. That is great, Ed. <laughs> thank you that is great advice look that you know intern um because look all payment doesn't necessarily come in the form of just money right that knowledge that education that that's pay, that's priceless yes you know so no no that's that's really good and uh, well, really even an intern <laughs> is just a uh, unpaid like if you think about somebody who's based off a commission if you get no policies you get paid nothing you're an intern you're just sitting here trying to <laughs> learn more information so that you can sell it more more products so you can sell them so really you're just doing that it's just one step it's just one step absolutely no i, I, th I think that's amazing it's a no it's really good yeah um, <laughs> no, it's, really, it's really listen that is good advice that is a fine opportunity <laughs> intern um so so Look, I, I want to say, you know, thank you for for coming on the platform, you know, sharing your story, sharing your experiences, sharing your expertise as well. If someone is in the Southeast region, if they're in New York, if they want to get in contact with you, um, they want to maybe they want to intern with you, okay. you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, but but find out some information on, on how to connect with Christina Marie. How, how, how can they how can they get in get, 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 mm, how can they get in, get in contact with you? You can always contact me um, via email, Christina at cminsures.com. You can go on my Instagram, um, cminsures underscore SVCS, or you can just call me um, or text me 843-789-9163. If you are looking for a quote, text truck to 843-789-9163. All right. We'll make sure that that is displayed on the bottom yeah. of the screen. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, well, Christina, thank you so much uh, for the time once again. 
And uh, for those that have listened, or if you're watching this, you know, on our YouTube channel, thank you so much. Please share this information. Uh, reach out to Christina uh, if you have a question, or if you want to get your intern on. And maybe you heard something in this interview and conversation that made you think to yourself, "You should get a license." Until the next time, thank you. Have a great one. <laughs>